אוקיי. Welcome back to Asinine Radio, a weekly podcast where we talk about music and, well, that's pretty much it. So, uh, let's go! This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast wow. where every week we get into our fearless wow. beer review. Then we get into our vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff we've listened to that we thought you all should hear about. Uh, we also rounded out, round out the show, the episode, with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Uh, while you're listening, because I know you got nothing better to do, go to Spotify, give us five stars. Go to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. Do both. Do both of those things. Please go do it. Both. Go do that. All the social media stuff is at Asinine Radio. And we have a Discord server. If you want to join that, let us know. We'll send you the link. And we have a phone number. You can call, leave us a voicemail, shoot us a text. The phone number is 503-893-5307. So get into that. And uh, now that we're done with the boring intro, let's get right into our fearless beer review. What do you got, Jeff? Go. Uh, continue with my, uh, my, my theme of the past two weeks. I have the third and last installment of the Firestone Mind Haze IPA. Here we go. Stuffs. This one is Tiki Smash Tropical Hops ah. with Cocoa Nut. I so, have had that. I have had Have that. you? Yes. I've had it many Fuck. times. Yeah, this is the last one. There was a, <laughs> there's three different ones. <laughs> Four of each. So this is the last one I have not tried yet. Um, I don't know. I, I really liked the last one. First one was 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 good. It was fine. It's alright, but I I hope this has a fake coconut taste because I really enjoy like a fake coconut taste, mm-hmm. but but actual coconut because I've I've only done it once. But I did buy a coconut one time because Nick and I wanted to see what it, the coconut juice tasted like. Oh, it's terrible! And first of all, it was a pain in the ass to get into. I did I had to get power tools to get in there, <laughs> and uh, second of all, yeah, the juice is fucking disgusting. <laughs> disgusting. Okay. <laughs> when I was six point two, also. Wait, real quick. When I was in Hawaii, when I was a kid, my cousin and I, we we got a coconut, and we threw it off our four story balcony, and it still didn't break when it hit the ground. I legit had to get a fucking drill, and I had to drill a bunch of holes in the, in a line, like kind of all <laughs> around it, and then I smacked it with like a hammer, and then it cracked open. God, worst fucking. Is it a fruit or is it a nut? What is I don't it? know. What's a cocoa nut? Must be it's a gotta nut. It's got to be a f- maybe a seed. What? It's maybe hard. a seed. Yeah. Yeah. What is a coconut? It's a fruit. It's a fruit. I just I just googled it. It's a fruit. It's the edible fruit of the coconut palm. Ah. Okay. Okay. I can't believe people actually die from coconuts too. Landing on them. Widowmakers, baby. That's crazy. It's fucking nuts. Oh yeah. All right. So you got uh, the tiki tiki smash. From uh, the Mine Haze Firestone Brewery. Firestones, Mine Haze, IPAs, Walkers. Yeah. What's, uh, what's the ABV on it? 6.2%. 6.2. Okay. So yeah. I have something from uh, Goose Island Brewery up in or out in Chicago, Illinois. I think they're owned by, Buddy, by Budweiser, but I don't know. 
Um, yeah, Goose Island. This one is a hazy beer hug. Uh, a couple weeks ago, I had the Imperial version of this. So now I'm going to have the regular hazy. It's 6.8% rather than 9.9 like the Imperial one was. Um, on this, it says it's a bright, sunshiny haze. That's what that's what this that's what this is described as. Sunshiny haze. So this is a twenty ounce can. So let's get right into it. Are you ready to start drinking? Start the pod. Yeah. No. Uh, Goose Island. I'm uh, pretty sure that's owned by 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 Budweiser. Yeah. But they make uh, they make some good stuffs. Yeah, some of it's good. Some of it, nothing's they like outstanding. Make some good stuffs. Well, they got a couple stuff that's outstanding. Well, that's wrong. That's okay though. All right. Here we go. Okay. Here we go. Oh, that's a good tink right there. Oh, that is nasty, nasty, nasty. That is Why, not good at all. What's wrong with it? What's oh. wrong with it? <laughs> that is that is that is a oh, that's weird. That is a citrusy, hazy IPA with coconut in it, and uh, that that should sound gross because it is gross. That's not good. <laughs> all right, so we have was, we have our world famous three point rating system where three is a perfect. A perfect beer, two is a good beer, you're going to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot, and zero is a drain pour. So with that, what are, what are, what are some other thoughts you have on the beer, and what's your rating? Uh, I, I, would, I would rate this like a one. This is something you should probably try once, never again. It's just, uh, <laughs> it, it's, it's interesting. I'll give you that. It's, it's interesting. You don't really smell the coconut when you smell it. it you, it's just it's a typical a typical Haysbro IPA here. But that coconut's there, and it's it does not blend well. That is gross. <laughs> I that I remember liking it. I thought it was good. Well, you have shit taste, so that's probably why you like well, it. But um, you have no. It's taste. just not good. It's not good. <laughs> All right, then. Are you gonna finish it at least? I don't know. Well, <laughs> if you if you don't finish it, that's gonna bump it down to or drop it down to point five. Out of I three. mean, you should you should at least try it once. I tried it once. Okay, right. right. I'm still yeah, being true to the so. rankings. I don't. I don't fucking betray the rankings like you do. All like every well, Tom, other Tom, Dick, and Harry. Okay. <laughs> all right, my um, my hazy beer hug. This is not very good. It's not very flavorful. Uh, yeah, starting off strong. Here we go. And uh, what little you can taste, it's kind of soapy. It tastes like soap. It's not. Um, it's not very good. Mm-mm. Well, this is no, sir. this is fun. No sir at all. Yeah, this is fun. This is just boring, 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 boring beer. This is boring beers. Goose Island, you just have not. You're just no good to me. You're no good to me. Um, I'm gonna have to give this hazy beer hug. I like the name, but I'm gonna have to give this a. Uh, I'll just give it a one as well. I'm never gonna go back to it. I don't even really care if people try it. It's there's nothing. There's nothing even about. There's not, nothing. I don't even know. Yeah, you. Yeah, why? Why? Why make people try something that's just fucking gross? I, this is not even a one. Let me give him one more <laughs> sip right now. Mm. It's just weird. I don't like this. This is. This is a point five. At least yours this has taste. Nothing. Mine has no it taste. Gross taste. Yeah, but mine has no taste. What this tastes like is just somebody took like a generic hazy IPA, and then maybe took some like coconut flavored sweetener and just like did some like eye drops in there. <laughs> and it's just it's just gross why like why why people like it i guess just because you can doesn't mean you should just mm, saying that's very true very very pretty, true pretty gross <laughs> all right um raul did not leave a review for mine so uh mine did he leave either. one for you Mm-mm. no okay so let's move on 
uh, to our vinyl stuff, stuff we picked up, stuff we've listened to that we think that you should know about. So, um, what did you? What do you have this week, Jeff? Go. I just I just have one. I have one. Um, I I had a lot of I bought I bought kind of a lot of records this week, or I don't know I I, I got a lot of records this week. I don't really buy a lot of them, but uh, my second listen through this is the only thing that I got through, and it's by a band called Four Years Strong. And Four Years Strong, it kind of like. They've been around since the early 2000s, but haven't really done anything until like the mid to later 2000s and then still to this day. But this is their third album. It's called Explains It All. So four years strong, Explains It All, like Clarissa Explains yeah, It All. Yeah, And oh, oh, I don't like fun already. So what they did here was <laughs> it's just a covers album. And it's just it's all like music from the 90s or like right in the early, early, early year 2000. Because the only thing is, o- only one song on here is, is year 2000. That's a story of a girl song. Mm, this yeah, is yeah. a story of a girl. That was like song. maybe 2001 or 2000. That was 2000. Close though. And then, so everything here is just from like the 90s and it's it's not great. It's not, you know, fantastic. It's just fun hearing a band that I like have fun, do covers, regardless if they're bad or not. So naturally, the song that I had to pick was the one that they did of "Bullet with Butterfly Wings" <laughs> featuring Keith Buckley. Okay. Okay. And right. uh, I, I think it's a shit cover. I think it's. I think oh, yeah, it's this is my good. least favorite. This is my least favorite song on the album. I, I, I can't stand this one. I think it's so bad, <laughs> but it's so fucking funny, and I still laugh because these guys are really fun. These guys remind me of, of, of like uh, the Wonder Years, where they do have a lot of fun. And this is the band that I was talking about that we're talking about re repressing and re-releasing one of their bigger albums um enemy of the world that came out after this one and then only to find out that amazon was already putting oh, yeah. it out yeah and people in the comments were like yeah amazon has had this for like two weeks and then and the band had no idea that's so shady so super fucking shady. shady so i don't know i don't know what the fuck goes on and uh I, who who knows i have no idea but this band's cool and they do a lot of a lot of more like melodic hardcore mixed with pop punk is, is what they do best. And yeah. you can hear bits and pieces of it on this one, on this album, but this album is specifically just to have fun, just to be goofy and be a little nostalgic. And I like it. I I meant to go back and listen. Or I, meant, I meant to listen to all the songs because they do sound fun. They do fly from sugar. A Nirvana's yeah. in bloom. Um, ironic from, uh, Alanis Morissette. There's some, and you fly with Travi McCoy, your boy Travi McCoy. Oh God. Now I don't want to listen to that. What up, Oprah? <laughs> That's what he I, says on there. <laughs> oh, I hate it so much. <laughs> and they don't even pick like a good or like a great Smashing Pumpkin song. They pick Bullet for ugh, Stupid. I mean, it's not even is a there a song. great Smashing Pumpkin song? Oh, there's I don't some think like so. amazing, so. perfect Smashing Pumpkin songs. You know there they're, are. You know there are. Don't be stupid. On on be on this album, ass. their cover of "So Much for the Afterglow," which is already a really fucking cool ass song by Everclear, they do a really good job at that one. Yeah. I think their Spiderwebs cover is really good. I think it's solid. And "In Bloom," I think is really really good. That they do. Do they speed up "In Bloom" or is it kind of the same tempo? It, it's it's more it's more choppy. Okay, but it's fun. It's cool. Well, so I yeah. will listen to this because I am interested. It's like, in this it's like thirty minutes. Do you have this on on the vinyls? Yeah. Of course you do. Of course you do. And the cover that I have is is a different one than this one. It just it's it's all white and it shows the Nickelodeon blimp and it just says like I think it says four years strong or it says explains it all and it's orange, like bright orange, and the <laughs> color of the vinyl is, is just like 
I don't know what we call it, midnight orange thing. Midnight orange. Yeah, it's it's like dark dark orange. Looks like it belongs in space. Like space, he's okay. got some black in there. Looks cool. Okay, pretty cool. Pretty pretty Man's cool. Fun. All right, so I'm gonna play a little bit of Bullet with Butterfly Wings uh, from Four Years Strong. Here we go. The world is a vampire. There you go, Bullet with Butterfly Wings from Four Years Strong, a bad cover of the Smashing Pumpkin song. <laughs> he just cannot hit those fills that uh, that Jimmy Chamberlain does. It's unfortunate. The song's not like the best Smashing Pumpkin song either. No, so no, it's I'm just not. saying there, but uh, yeah, it's fine. Yeah, it's, it's fine. You just wanted to annoy me. That's why you put it on. Here. I did. That's that's not my favorite <laughs> song on the album at all. But I for sure put this all in there to annoy you. Fucking ass! <laughs> oh shit. Okay. Um. You got anything else? Nothing. No. Any but vinyl that's, left? That's that's it. That's all. All right. So let's get into my stuff. I got three things here. Uh, I finally got around to my second. Li- I'm kind of doing what you do now. I, I do two listen throughs because why not? Uh, I got that's through a good my idea. my really second. Is. Yeah, it is. I, I I think it's a great idea. Uh. So Pennywise, their album Straight Ahead, fifth record from June 1999. Got this one off the Amazons because uh, it got repressed and it was cheap and fuck some of the local stores because they charge way too much money. So, um, yeah, straight ahead. Great record. We did this on the pod. Uh, no, we did Land of the Free. Wait, which one did we do? No, we did straight ahead. We did straight ahead. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we did, so did that on the pod several months ago and um, it's great Pennywise. Fantastic Pennywise. Um, I don't know. Go listen to that episode. It was a fun episode so that we good. did. It was a fun episode. It was a fun week. Yeah. Well, it was a lot of Pennywise. I wouldn't say it was fun. It was just a lot of I the same. I had a good time, dude. Yeah, it was a fun time. A lot of the same, you know. But whatever. Whatever. So, uh, yeah, straight ahead, great record. 
This next one I got is a uh, not even a repress. It's the first pressing of Regina Spector's first record, Eleven Eleven, that came out came out July two thousand one. Um, this is a pretty stripped down record, but it's also very jazzy. It's probably her her most jazz sounding record she's ever put out. Um, there's some kind of weak moments vocally. I feel like she she goes a little too um, like pop diva with her vocals sometimes on this record, but overall the songs are, are fantastic. There's a song where it's just her and a stand-up bass. Super, super jazzy. Great stuff, though. I, I think this is a great record, and stoked that she uh, finally pressed it. So now she has to yeah. just do the second record, Songs, which is a fucking amazing record, too. Yeah. But uh, Did you pick this one up? Mm-hmm. Or no? Not yet. You just kind of, what are you waiting for? I don't know. I don't, I don't know, Jerry. Fucking annoying. I will. <laughs> do you not like this record? I do. I mean, it it's, it goes for like twenty bucks too, so there's really no reason like not to pick it up. Yeah, it, it's. But like you said, there there are parts of the record that I think are are just. It's like okay, she has clearly not come into her own yet. She has not perfected. She has not perfected the glottal stop. That's for sure. She uses no. it sometimes, and it's and it's like oh okay. <laughs> but for the most part, like, yeah, it is very jazzy. It is very stripped down. It is very demo tape to begin to hope sounding. But it's still really, really good. And she, her voice is still fucking fantastic. Oh, it's, she's she's amazing. She is amazing. So I don't know. This is one of those things I just don't buy it because I can. I know I can get it no matter what. So I don't buy it. But then at some point, it'll probably be gone. And I'll be like, I should have bought it. I'll be crying. <laughs> it's true. I don't know, Jerry. Oh, bitch. You have, you have all that <laughs> PayPal money. Just sitting it's there. true. It's not even fucking real money. <laughs> <laughs> you know, with yeah. with all that not real money, you can go buy dogs off Discogs. I can't. They, no one was even selling it. Oh, that's right. Yeah, I forgot. They all disappeared after Tom came back. Yeah. Would you Would you buy it though if it popped up nah. for like two hundred bucks? No. Really? Not in the cogs. No. Only if you it was imp- if you were saw it in the wild, right? Yeah, if I saw it in the wild for two hundred, maybe even maybe even like two fifty, depending on where I was. Yeah, I I might, but uh, I I just I just have trouble spending that much money on one album, not in person. Yeah, no, I I understand. I understand. Just not as fun. Finding stuff in the wild is the best. best it's exhilarating. Best. It is the best, Jerry. The best. Seinfeld. A lot of references tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of Seinfeld references. Well, uh, well, I guess we'll keep it going. Um, let's move on to my pick okay. of the week. Okay. okay. Pick this one up from where, uh, okay. So I found this, I found it, found this new record store in LA. Um, I was at an event for work, had some downtime. So I checked this place out. It's called Gimme Gimme Records in LA. Great fucking record store. They, their selection was fantastic. They had so much great stuff in there. Some rare stuff going for a lot of money. They had like a copy of a special edition copy of like, Stadium Arcadium for like 180 bucks, and just some shit I've never ever seen in the wild. A few of the things I I ended up picking up. And one of those things is uh, Wednesday 13, his uh, third EP from 2012, and it it came out October 9th 2012, so just a little over 10 years ago. This this little EP came out. It has two brand new songs, three re-recorded songs from from Murder Dolls and Frankenstein Drag Queens. And then an acoustic version of a song and then like a remix or some shit. It's cool. It's really cool. The The re-recorded songs are great. Rambo, I Love to Say Fuck, 
was the other one? There's Mr. Motherfucker. That was the other song. Great, great songs right there. The two originals are great, which one of them is actually my pick, and it's um, Motherfuck the World, MFTW. I kind of picked this song over the other one because I thought you would kind of think it was funny, Motherfuck the World. It's really stupid. It's so yeah. campy and so cheesy, but that's what he's all about. That's what Wednesday's all about. This uh, cover art is, is super rad, too. It's like this like cartoon monster destroying a city. It's very... Um, very comic book looking. It's it's a great EP. Great everything. Everything about this is fucking fantastic. So um, with that, I'm going to play the song Motherfuck the World from okay. Wednesday 13. So here it is. MFTW, Motherfuck the World. Your devil horns with motherfuck the world. Yeah. Great lyrics. So, what do you think of this song? It's fine. Just fine. fine. Yeah, it didn't. It didn't hit nearly the way the way. Uh, what was it called? Horror, horror core, horror fire, horror fire did at all. Um, it was it was fine though. I, I I feel the same way about this song. Like when we talked about whatever fucking band we did the wednesday planet 19 <laughs> guys i don't know it's fine it's funny uh, i guess i don't i don't understand i don't understand what you liked about <laughs> horrifier that you don't I, you don't like this song it makes no sense eh, it's all right this has the heaviness of horrifier with the campy lyrics of it's a good day, it's a good day to be a bad guy you, honestly your logic I, I makes no like sense that that specific song, it's a good day to be a bad guy. That had a very like, like like later Amboy Dukes feel to it. Like when Ted Nugent finally became <laughs> when they became Ted Nugent and the Amboy Dukes. Yeah, and it was just Ted Nugent essentially. They had this kind of like, like roll to them. They had this kind of like 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 fun roll to where it's just it's so show offy, it's so goofy, it's so campy, and that's that's the vibe that I got from that. But it still like rocked. It was still heavy, 
still a little crunchy. This one, this song that you play just doesn't have that that kind of energy, that kind of feel to it. It just feels like I'm listening to a Wednesday 13 joke song. Hmm, okay. I'm going to have to sneak in a couple other songs in the future. Because now I think, <laughs> now I think after that explanation, I'm trying, I think I, I think I've pinpointed what you would like from his solo records. So I like, I like the Amboy Dukes, but damn, when, when Ted Nugent essentially took over and they became Ted Nugent and the Amboy Dukes, that's when, that's when I really fucking loved them. And then Ted Nugent solo stuff, it's good. Eh, whatever though. But like Ted Nugent and the Amboy Dukes. That's great. That was a sweet spot. Great fucking records. Oh boy! Comparing Wednesday Thirteen to Ted Nugent, I never, uh, never thought that would happen. Just fun. fun. But here we are. But here we are. Yeah, here we are. I do what I do. All right. So yeah, that's all I got for the vinyls. Um, let's move on to some new music. Other happenings in the music world. Uh, what do we have here? What do we have here? Some new albums that were released. T Swift. This week, yes, Taylor Swift. Uh, released her new record called Midnight's, and then she released a deluxe version called Midnight's 3 a.m. with seven additional tracks. You bought the record? I bought the, the deluxe. Did you? Re- no, you did not. Nah, I'm just kidding. This record sucks. This I, record I was going to say, yeah, this, record this record was is trash. It was so lame. This record fucking is fucking all over lame. the place. It's stupid. These Some of these songs are like, you can't be fucking serious with this. Yeah, they, I just like, thought it was on, boring. The, it didn't go anywhere. The, the songs weren't very catchy. They, they were just straight up fucking boring man it's just they're stupid this i just don't think man like taylor swift has done some phenomenal things and she can do phenomenal things this yeah. is bad i think this is one of her i mean i'm not a huge taylor swift fan but i do listen to all of her albums as they're released but i think this is my least favorite this is her worst yeah it's her worst yeah i would agree just because there's nothing here and then to put out a deluxe version with seven extra songs well, oh, don't forget, there's four different vinyl variants. Oh, of course. Of course there are. And you wonder why the pressing plants are all tied up. <laughs> Oof, that's why we haven't got our AFI seven inches yet. Well, but that, I don't know <laughs> if that's the reason, but... <laughs> fucking guy. Fucking Adam Age. Wait, Adam Age, right? Mm-hmm. Is that the Is company? That, was that his name? No, no, no. Adam oh, Age Interpunk. Industries. Oh, Interpunk. Interpunk, yeah. Yeah. yeah fucking Interpunk. Adam Age. Oh, you know, Adam Age is um, the company that Jeff Kresge owns. He does like he like merchant stuff. No, I think I think he uses Interpunk for maybe like distribution or something. But Adam Age Industries is Jeff Kresge's. Um, it's his company for merchant shit. Huh. But anyway, yeah, fuck Interpunk. Yeah, they we're two years in now, and we haven't received our seven inches. Hey, we're like a year and a half. Okay, don't well, don't get crazy. At this rate, it's going to be two years. Might as well just say two years at this point. Just just throw it out there. There's nothing to do with what we're talking about. But I am not going to finish my mind haze. That is fucking disgusting. <laughs> I've already poured a Michelob with lime, and I'm moving on. Uh, yeah, I don't think I'm going to finish mine either. I still have like a whole pint, almost a full pint of beer left. It's not. This is a, uh, it's a drain pour. Deep yeah, deep. I'm not enjoying mine either. What a dud. What a dud. Just like the Taylor Swift record. So moving on. Megan Trainer put out a new record called "Taking It Back." This was fun. I don't think I'd I would I wouldn't buy it on vinyl, but I I had a, I had fun listening to it. It's all over the place, but in a good way. The first song is all a cappella. She does R and B stuff. She does the straight pop stuff. She does kind of singer songwriter stuff. It's good. It's eclectic. I, I I dug it. 
what I what I do now, even with like records that are that are coming out, is I listen to them twice. And if the first time I listen to them, if they fucking just suck, I delete them from my 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 show notes. Yeah. Before I forget about it, don't have to worry about it at all. If I like it or if I love it, if I want some more of it, then I listen to it again and make that final determination of whether or not I want to either buy it on the vinyls or if I want to add it to possibly like the year-end list, the best of list. Mm-hmm. So this is something that I'm going to listen to again off the cuff. The first time I listened to it, pretty good. It's pretty damn good. I really like it. I like Megan Trainer a lot. She puts out some really fucking phenomenal stuffs. Even her little fucking Christmas thing, the very trainer Christmas she put out a couple of years ago. <laughs> pretty damn good, okay? And you hate it's Christmas all pretty music. damn good. Except I the fucking hate Christmas music. That, well, that's that that transcends. That's that's a beyond banger of Christmas music. You're the worst. But yeah, I, I I really I really do enjoy this. I did enjoy this. I hope I enjoyed it again the second time around. She's married, and then I was like just diving into her wiki. She's married to this guy who played in Spy Kids. <laughs> I just, oh. I just thought, I just thought that was funny. What is this fucking guy's name? Daryl Sabara or something? I have no He's idea. Like Thirty? I don't know, dude. It just, I was just like, what? I just thought it was kind of funny because Spy Kids. I know. <laughs> Spy Kids. I think Ryan and I saw Spy Kids 3D in theaters. <laughs> Why would just you do this? Because it was 3D. <laughs> we wanted to watch a 3D movie. Yeah, he plays. He's essentially like the main lead boy character in Spy okay. Kids. So oh, like married two two twenty two year old guys going into a kids movie, Spy Kids three D. They get twenty two. We were it came out in like early two thousand, so we were we were probably sophomores, juniors. We were, in high, we're in high school, really. Yeah. Oh shit. Okay. Well, yeah, that first Spy Kids movie came out before we were in high school. Must have been like middle school. Really? Holy shit! That had been like over twenty two years ago. That had been two thousand. Damn. Okay. All right. Well. Yeah. So I I just I just thought that was funny. That made me giggle. I, I chuckled. Yeah, but she's like she's twenty eight. Really? I thought she was older. I yeah. think she was our age, mid thirties. Yeah, I did too. But goddamn, dude, her her second album, I think, is her second or third or first album. I think it's her first album. That's how I saw her. Was she did a, a, a Target commercial? And it was uh, it was. I think, I think I it was lips that. are moving. It was uh, what's it called? Your lips are moving. That's how it goes. <laughs> that was and good. And that, that same album is when she does All About the Bass, too. Fuck, okay. that's such a banger of a song. That is a banger. Great song. God, this album's really good. This album's really good. I'm going to listen to it again this week. And I might buy it. I might buy it in the vinyl. It's good pop music. I like it. Yeah, no, she's a, she's a great, great artist. Great singer, too. God, like he, you said, the first the first track is just acapella. It's just it's just a bunch of like vocal airing. That's very like doo wop. It's very R and B. Yeah, exactly. And then there's there's a couple like almost straight up R and B songs on the record too. I, like yeah. I said, it was it was all over the place. And uh, I listened to the Taylor Swift record and then immediately put on Making Trainer right after, and it was just like this breath of fresh air. It was nice. <laughs> it was really nice getting away from that Taylor Swift record because that was dry and just boring as fuck. So I, I I say it's bad. I don't think it's just boring. I think it's a bad album. I think it's just it's poorly written. It's poorly sequenced. I think it's bad. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That I is fair. Fuck. And uh, another new record, last new record that I th- thought we should talk about or at least listen to was the Arctic Monkeys. They put out a new one called The Car. Did you listen to this? Yeah. What did you think of it? So I mean, first of all, their their last album four or five years ago. Going into this one, this is fucking weird. This is not what I thought this is going to sound like at all. This I is very too. loungy. It's very like orchestral. It's, it's very just 
kind of like down tempo, just calm, funky at times. I didn't really like it. I didn't really care for it all that much, but I was very, very impressed at how different, how kind of cool it was. And uh, I did not delete it from my notes, so I'm going to listen to it again to see if I like it better. But I was, I don't know, I think I was just really mostly confused. Like, what the hell is this? (laughs) And I did not hate it. So I guess that's the best way I can can say it. Yeah, I I threw this on and I I was like, oh, this is actually pretty damn good that first song i was like this is like a mix between obviously the arctic monkeys because they still have that 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 style or that that his voice is very recognizable so it's like the arctic monkeys with pink floyd mixed with like frank sinatra that's where that's where like the lounge thing comes in it reminds me of that kind of loungy sinatra jazz but with pink floyd kind of flourishes vocal stylings kind of atmospheric thing a little bit mixed with the arctic monkeys kind of signature style it was good like the first three songs i was like okay this is really good and then after that i just i kind of forgot where this where one song ends and one song starts it just got very 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 repetitive after the first three songs or so yeah but at first i was really impressed i'm like damn this could be like their best fucking record i really dug that really really dug that first song hold on there bud hold on there dude i only speak the truth Oh, boy. Okay. And uh, so, we have anything else on the Arctic, Mon- Arctic Monkeys? No. All right. So, uh, the last thing here, we have a new song, or we don't have a new song, but there's a new song that came out <laughs> this week um, from our boys in Jimmy Eat World. They put out a new one called Place Your Debts. Place Your Debts. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of this one? <laughs> I don't remember what it sounded like to be I don't either. I listened to this a while ago. I have just fucking zero recollection of this song. <laughs> I totally <laughs> forgot about this song until I looked at the show notes today. Like, wow, I have no, I have no real memory of listening to this song. <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> it, so, all, yeah. all I remember is that it sounded like typical Jimmy World. Nothing bad, but nothing that really stands out. So, yeah. I don't know. So that's all I got for new music. Or that's all we have for new music. Do you have anything else to add, or should we just kind of finish this episode? You could like at least briefly mention when we were young fest and how that got canceled Saturday, but then we kind of oh, yeah. saw. Let's jump into that then. I'm, I'm totally down to talk about that. Really. But then a bunch of bands kind of like like pulled together and put on free shows in Vegas. So you have, I don't even know how many emo kids were, were there in Vegas, right? Fifty to one hundred thousand people there for oh, yeah. the show. I don't know. So you have these people and, and their shows is canceled on on Saturday like minutes before the Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. I think Red Jumpsuit Apparatus was on stage, ready to go as they canceled. Yeah. And so we have all these people that are like, what the fuck? We just drove from one hour to from Europe even, like just all over the world. Everything's canceled. So what do you do? I don't know. You, you, if you were like metal kids, you'd probably riot and tear things down. But emo kids <laughs> just spilled onto the strip. And all of a sudden, you see all these shows popping up. Like, mm-hmm. like Bayside did a free show. Some of them did free shows. Some of them charged. Like All American, all American Rejects put on a show. They were charging like $25 a ticket to get into a bar. People were doing shows at casinos. The Wonder Years were putting on shows. And it was just kind of cool to see like bands, obviously not the big name bands because why the fuck would they do something cool? Yeah. Kind of like the mid-tier to lower-tier bands still do something for their fans. And that kind of like that kind of like reignited a passion in me, showing me that, hey, man, even though... Because all American Rejects are not... They're not like AAA anymore, but no. they're definitely not like quite B-team. They're somewhere in the middle. And if they're, if they're cool enough to kind of do this 
I like that. I dig. I respect that. Yeah, I think that's, that's super awesome. Rad. I kind of wonder too, because you know it, it's a Friday night and there's so many bands that play in Vegas, just you know bar bands and all this kind of shit. I, I feel kind of bad for all those little local bands that were probably relying on on Friday's show to make some money to make a living, and they probably got kicked off for like you know all these like when we were young fest bands, you know. No, I'm the, I'm the I'm the I'm I'm the contrary. I the uh, there's a there's a guy that I'm like kind of friends with out here that I met like a couple times and then I'm friends with him on Facebook and he went out for the festival over the weekend and after the show was canceled on Saturday he uh, he was going to bars and he was saying like like the bar bands that were already there just played earlier they played earlier oh. and like they essentially opened for all American rejects and so That's instead sick. of playing to a bar of fifty people. There's, you know, 500 people now. <laughs> and, like, that's fucking rad, dude. Like, that's your really band just sick. went from a nothing for nobody to opening for, you know, 500 people. And then, but it did suck because you have all of these emo kids po- pouring into these bars wanting to see these these bands that play music like them. And if you're a cover bar band and you're playing, because he specifically said that the bar band that played was doing covers, and the first two songs they did were Bruno Mars covers. Oh, and he said everybody fucking hated it. He said all these emo kids are there to watch All American Rejects, <laughs> and they open up with a bunch of Bruno Mars covers, and they fucking hated it. That's like, oh, that probably sucks. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it must have been actually. Now that you you said that, it must have been really cool for those bands to like kind of be a rock star for one evening, to play yeah. to like hundred a couple hundred people rather than twenty people. I mean, never happen again. Yeah, that's rad. That's rad. But like. The biggest shout out needs to go to fucking managers and booking agents. That's where like the biggest shout out needs to go, oh, yeah. not to the bands. But however the fuck these managers, within minutes, right after the OK shows canceled, oh fuck, what do I do? Yeah. For them to pull off these, they were playing in casinos, like on the floor next to fucking slot machines and shit. <laughs> it's like, so how? fucking sick. That's <laughs> so cool. Oh, that's so rad. I, I did God like seeing. Damn. I did like seeing the videos of people who. Ha- who um, when it was canceled, they weren't at the show yet. They were still in their hotel rooms, and then you just, then they were like filming, and you just see the sea of people in black clothes walking down the strip All and everything. Black. <laughs> <laughs> All these sad emo kids walking back from the canceled festival. Yeah, that was that was that was that was funny. I didn't laugh too, but it's sad. <laughs> so yeah, huge shout out to the uh, managers of all these bands that that threw this together. Yeah. And then I, I, I saw some videos from yesterday's show, the Sunday show that actually happened. And uh, it's just like, dude, you, you paid all this money and traveled all this way for for this? Like, all the videos I've seen are just like way too many people at these shows and the bands playing during the day with no backdrop. Literally just, it just seems so empty. Just and bare just so, bones, yeah. Yeah, just, I don't know, it just, didn't seem poor, like it was that much production fun. quality yeah did you see any of those videos yeah so like the, there's there's a there's a couple things like yeah i think i think just like the production quality alone is totally lackluster in this i think all of the merch that i've seen people like buy is is just shit it's just black with just that we were young and then like the 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 festival uh, uh lineup yeah. on the back and it's just it's just like there needs to be something more special for the price tag and then all that they really focused on, and, and that's the, the when we were young, Instagram was that arch when you first walk in that's just like, when we were young, and it's you take pictures there with mm. the backdrop, you know what I mean? Where it hangs yeah, down yeah. from the big arch, it's like four stories tall or whatever it is. And that seemed like to be, be the focal point. And even like 
there was there were people that were just walking around and like like mad respect to these guys too because these guys were like, hey, when we were young, festivals is is canceled, but I I'm hearing rumors of bands doing pop up shows. Follow me for more info. And this one guy that I was like kind of following, the guy that was feeding me all like the information, he was just going from like place to place to place, saying, hey, all the Mech Rejects will be here tonight at fucking seven o'clock, or Bayside is gonna play this little venue tonight, or whatever it was. And he just like went around doing all these things. And like, why didn't we when 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 we were young, Instagram do that shit? That's their responsibility. Yeah, it should be their responsibility. Me? Yeah, instead like, they they, they kept this. all the money. <laughs> this fucking bullshit. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Like they they should have been on the phone. Like as they were discussing canceling the show at the event, they should have already been on the phone with casinos, with other venues. What can we do? And no, your ticket for when we were young festival is good for any of these fucking shows. No, you're totally right. Totally right. But God forbid we do fucking anything decent as a human being on this shit planet we live on anymore <laughs> i'm over there no i'm mad, I'm mad no time. i'm mad i'm mad i'm so <laughs> mad <laughs> oh damn okay that's, yeah that's all i got fuck this place all right so do we have anything else that's it that's all all right well thank you all for listening go to uh spotify apple Podcasts. give us five stars on there keep listening to all your friends and uh stay tuned because we're getting into, into slipknot ranking all their records and getting into their album, Iowa. So that's it. That's all. Clear. 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 Clear.